the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So let's talk about children and the move towards sexualizing children and sneaking the sexualization of children and making the deviant normal in children's minds past you as a parent. Because if you're listening to this show, I know you're interested in that and you want to be on guard against that, whether you're a parent, whether you're a grandparent. Uh, Let's look back, shall we, at Pride Month just to show you the force behind this agenda to radically change what we deem appropriate for kids to be exposed to at young ages. Pride Month, where the LGBT mafia flaunts its depravity, you know has the full support of the Biden administration. Uh, Just a few days from now, I think it's next Monday, Chip Roy, congressman from Texas, is due to get a report back from the Department of Defense asking him how much money they spent to fund Pride Month activities around the country. I told you the other day, the new head of the Marine Corps, if he gets in because right now his appointment is being held up by Tommy Tuberville. And why is his appointment being held up by Tommy Tuberville? Because the Department of Defense is paying... People in the, no, women in the military, because only women can have babies. Women in the military get paid to be flown to a state where they can have an abortion. And Tommy Tuberville's like, whoops, taxpayer money is not to be used for abortions. So as long as you're persisting in that illegal activity, I will not allow any of the promotions that are tabled to go forward. And, oh, the Biden administration is howling about how this affects our military readiness. Uh, Well, I'm just going to tell you that my own sense of military readiness tells me that it's a lot more of a drawback to our military preparedness that we are funding Air Force seminars in diversity and inclusion what it is, why we care, and what we can do. It's a lot more affected by that than it is by holding up some dude's promotion. After all, he's still in the military, and if we were to have a catastrophic situation where his leadership would be required, he could still do that, whether he's a four-star general or a three-star general. Yeah, the Air Force sent a slide presentation around to its bases. Diversity and inclusion, what it is, why we care, and what we can do. The training warns cadets to avoid using gendered language, such as words like, are you ready? Are you ready? You know what language you can't use in the Air Force? Language like mom and dad. Oh, freedom is dead. We had an Air Force person who referred to his mom or dad. Oh, he probably sent the rest of his unit cowering in fear into the corner, incapable of flying their plane or serving. A recent report from the Department of Defense Comptroller shows that 86.5 million 
dollars was spent in the last year on dedicated diversity and inclusion activities. The department will lead with our values, building diversity, equity, and inclusion into everything we do. How about, as Chip Roy says, blowing things up and killing people? Could we get a seminar on that? That would be a good use of our money in the military. But no, the Biden administration sanctions this. And why? Well, who's behind the Biden administration? Is Hollywood behind the Biden administration? Do you think sexualizing kids and sexual deviancy and immorality is frowned upon in Hollywood? Uh, No, not when Harvey Weinstein was doing it. Not when it is no doubt still being done. Kevin Spacey, many others caught in that web, not nearly enough because it's still going on. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Is Mark Zuckerberg a big Biden supporter? Yes, he is. Did you see what the Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody said earlier this week? They did a study of sex trafficking in the state where the victims were recruited and how they were enslaved in sex trafficking. The findings of our statewide survey and other reports make it clear that meta platforms, that's Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, owned by Zuckerberg, that meta platforms are the preferred social media application for human traffickers looking to prey on vulnerable people. An inordinately high percentage of those enslaved in human trafficking. 376 human trafficking investigations since 2019. The majority, 271 of the 376, involve social media platforms being used, and Meta had over half of those. So when you have Hollywood, when you have big tech, when you have academia, and now you have the pronounced effort by librarians and children's literature to sexualize kids, to raise sexual themes, to make it seem normal— It underscores the importance of you as a parent being all that much more vigilant. In 2020, the Publishers Weekly list of best middle school books for the year. These are for kids age 9 to 13. Out of 14 books on the best middle school books on Publishers Weekly list, 9 of the 14 spoke openly about racism and sexual identity. For a 9-year-old to a 13-year-old, 9 to 13, come on. That was in 2020. In 2021, 9 of the 14 again included topics of racism and sexual identity. And in 2022, guess what the ratio was again? That's right, 9 out of 14. On The Federalist, which is a website, thefederalist.com, a children's book author says that she now notices that the themes are interwoven through even books that are not expressly stated as racism or sexual identity-themed books. Here's what she says. Publishers no longer openly tell readers about the portrayal of radical social agendas in their books. They are subtly inserting the concepts that they want to teach young kids 
without letting parents know they are there. We have moved from the inclusion of liberal social agendas in kids' books to sneaking them in under the radar of parents. This, she says, is called normalization. The goal is to include these ideologies in exciting, adventurous stories so they become commonplace. Woke ideology has shifted from being the makeup of the book's main plotline to the fabric of setting the normal backdrop of the story, as if this is how it exists in real life everywhere. This normalization leads to acceptance, which leads to the child embracing the idea. By weaving these social agendas into the normal background of a story, a child who feels shocked at the description immediately shifts to feeling shame for being shocked in the first place. And kids don't enjoy that feeling, and so they seek to replace their shame with acceptance, thus viewing something that they once viewed as shocking and now viewing it as normal. You see how it works? When you know what a kid's book is about, you as the parent, when you're reading it to them, you look at the title, you can realize, hey, there's something in this that I don't want to see. But the librarians are four square behind this. Did you know that in the last presidential election, Biden versus Trump, 12,000 librarians nationwide donated to presidential campaigns. What percentage do you think donated to the Biden campaign? 93%. 93% of librarians nationwide donated to the Biden campaign. Go into a library. Check what books are on display, how they're arranged. Go over to the children's biography section. See if you can find a biography on Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, wait, here's one. Oh, here's another one. Look at this. Here's another one. And another one. Uh, do you have any biographies of, uh, I don't know, Amy Coney Barrett? Oh, you don't? Gee, that's interesting. Hmm. Be on your guard. Be on your guard. So let's flash back a little bit as we end the show today with Chris Ray's testimony yesterday on Capitol Hill. I mean, he said nothing. Uh, the guy could be uh, a professional stonewaller. Uh, but the way I portrayed it yesterday it was as it was unfolding was that a Republican would get a chance to question Ray and he'd beat him up on well, the Hunter Biden investigation or the FBI um, hassling parents at school board meetings. Uh, why they allow and still allow protests at Supreme Court justices' homes who are conservative. Uh, why can't they find out who leaked the Supreme Court opinion? That's the take of the Republicans. Anything that had gone wrong, and a number of things that have gone wrong, the FBI fingerprints on it is growing by the day. And then the Democrat would step up. Uh, murderer's row of morons, I said. Uh, we got Eric Swalwell. We got Hank Johnson, the guy who thinks Guam could sink into the ocean because it could be too heavy to float. But I was wrong, because I came across this clip from uh, squad member Pramila Jayapal, who, uh, it turns out, is smart enough to notice that if the FBI is uh, turning its unconstitutional investigative methods onto conservatives now, uh, it 
may also be doing it or could do it in the future against progressives like herself. I'm not trying to be obtuse or difficult here. I just know from experience that the more you drill into this whole issue of commercial data, geolocation data, et cetera, that it it gets very involved. In some cases, it involves pilot projects that are in the past. In some cases, it involves national information, et cetera. I I just want to make sure that we get you the information you need. That's great. I I will take that, but I do want to say that this is just an extremely important issue for the American people to understand how their data is being used. And while I understand that that's complicated, that is the reason that you come before us. And she's not wrong. The fact that the FBI could go to a big tech company and say, uh, hey, we'd like to have the uh, geolocation data on a certain user. We'd like to have their phone records. You have that available. You sell it to companies who are trying to advertise. Sell it to us. Subpoena? Nah, we don't need a subpoena. She notices the danger in that. It's a shame that more elected officials don't, that they made it a partisan issue. Did you notice Chris Ray's explanation? Uh, it was very condescending. Essentially, what he said to her was, I'd explain it to you, but you wouldn't understand. I'd explain it to you, but you wouldn't understand. You're too stupid to understand. This is very complex. Some of these programs are old. Some of them are new. Some of them are coming online. Some of them are going offline. I'd explain it to you, but you wouldn't understand. I'll get back to you. Hold your breath. I'll get back to you. Yeah. Thanks, Chris Ray. Now, Lance Gooden is a Republican, and he was asking Chris Ray about... That same mining of data for private citizens and how the FBI was using it. And Chris Ray was like, wait a second. I know how I'll stiff arm this inquiry. I'll tell him about how bad things are in China. Trouble is, Jim Jordan was sitting there listening to Chris Ray's explanation. And he noticed the same thing that I did. Really, any company of any size in China uh, is required required by Chinese law to Hmm. have what they uh, quaintly call a committee, which is essentially a cell inside the company whose sole function is to ensure that company's compliance with Chinese Communist Party orthodoxy. If we tried to install something like that in American companies or if the British tried to do it in British companies or any number of other places, people would go out of their minds, and rightly so. Agreed. Well, thank you. Uh, I'd like to work with you more on that, and I'd uh, yield the balance of my time to the chairman. Thank you. But that's exactly what you did, and the judge said it last week. Every week you were meeting with big tech companies saying, hey, look at this. This violates your policy. Take this speech of Americans down. You were doing the same darn thing you just described to Chinese about. Yeah, he was. Ray's like, ah, you know, in China. If you own a company in China, why, they got to have a Chinese Communist Party official or a sleeper cell in there or a committee or some other name they give it. And they tell the Chinese Communist Party everything the business is doing. There's no secrets. So how's that different, as Jim Jordan pointed out? How's that different than having the FBI decide what is permitted speech and what is prohibited speech? And going to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and everything, going, ah, I take that down. A joke about Joe Biden? No, 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 no. Take that down. Calling into question the worthiness of vaccine mandates, the constitutionality, I take that down. Ah, it's a danger. Misinformation, malinformation. It's not different. 
It's not different at all. And if Chris Ray's that stupid that he doesn't know the difference, which is no difference, then I really hope for one more reason, that a Republican wins the presidency in 2024, because I will enjoy thoroughly watching him tossed right out on his keister. Won't keep him from making a lucrative living as a lobbyist, of course. James Comey's doing okay. John Brennan's doing okay. James Clapper's doing okay. None of them are looking out through iron bars at the rest of them at the rest of society, and all of them should be for the infringements that they made on the First Amendment rights of Americans. But that's not how it works here. We don't go after our political opponents unless they're named Trump. I did not watch the ESPYs last night. Uh, Producer Jeff is waved. Did you watch the ESPYs last night? Are you glued to the television watching the woke ESPYs? Jeff is shaking his head now. <laughs> well, they had a tribute last night on the ESPYs on ESPN. Get it? ESPN, ESPYs. To the, of course, United States women's national soccer team. And in the course of their tribute to the United States women's national soccer team, they played a video clip of former ESPN personality Will Kane saying something about the women's fight for equal pay. Remember the big flap? Oh, U.S. men's soccer team players getting paid a whole lot. The women weren't getting paid nearly enough. And we got to have equal pay. And they got it. They got equal pay. So the clip that ESPN ran from Will Kane said this, I think equal pay is a ridiculous concept in and of itself. And that was it. That was the end of the comment. Now, Will Kane used to work at ESPN, and Will Kane now works at Fox. So he's got a big old fat bullseye on his rear end. So why would ESPN run only a snippet of Will Kane's entire commentary about equal pay when this is what he really said? The problem is, for anybody desiring equal pay, and by the way, I think equal pay is a ridiculous concept in and of itself. If the women generate more revenue, then they should get paid more than the men. Don't strive for getting the same. Strive for getting what you're worth. And if you're worth more, then get more. And so what I'm saying to you right now is soccer, for better or worse, on the men's side across this globe is much more popular than women's soccer. So they ran a clip from Will Kane saying, I think equal pay is ridiculous, when in fact... His entire commentary was, if you're worth more, you might get paid. You should get paid more. They chose to take him entirely out of context just to gratify a grudge they have at ESPN over him leaving to go work for Fox. They're probably mad that they didn't know when he worked there that he was conservative. Who let him in the building? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.